So um, if that bothers you at all, just let me know. No. Um, so we'll basically kick off with um, introduction. So it's, it's June 18, 2015, and we're at your home. And if you could just state your name and the date for the record, um, that would be great. Um, it's June 18th, 2015, and my name is Claire S. Ingersoll, Pat, known as Pat, and what else? Uh, when were you born? Oh, 317-25. Okay. All right. So, the first thing we usually kick off was, where were you, um, so did you go to Washington College? I did, but as an old lady. Okay. I went to, uh, I went to, to boarding school, St. Timothy's, and then I went to um, Bryn Mawr for one year, and I got out and got married. Okay. And then later went back to Washington College. Okay. So where were you living during World War II? Here. Here, okay. So, um... This is the this was the beginning of the war for us. So um, this is what I begin with. Where do you remember where you were when Pearl Harbor when you were, when you were told that Pearl Harbor was attacked? I was at St. Timothy's in boarding school. It was a Sunday afternoon, and I remember we were listening to the radio and we were stunned. Did you know what Pearl Harbor was before that? Like the what Pearl Harbor did as a base, or was it? No, I don't think I was aware. Okay. So what did that mean? Because you were 16 when they attacked Pearl Harbor, 16 or 17. I guess so. So what did what, that... What year was Pearl Harbor? 1941. 41. Okay, I was 16, I guess. So what did that mean for you personally? Hmm. Well, it made it much more difficult to get back and forth to school because there was no gasoline, nobody had any gas, and uh, um, then a lot of boyfriends were going away. Mm -hmm. And uh, Did anyone in your family serve? My, my father was in the Navy, and he served overseas for a year, um, and he had, had was, um, in Annapolis before before that. Okay. Where did he was he in the Pacific or Europe? Pacific. The Pacific. Okay. Um, do you know like anywhere that specifically he was? Like was he Japan or um, Formosa or Philippines? Uh, well, funny. Years and years later, my number three son served in the Pacific for a year on shipboard in the Coast Guard. And he was on a little island where my father had been. Oh, wow. I mean, but my father was on a ship that was like a um, parts depot, and they took parts, machine parts and stuff to all ports and, and uh, made them available. Okay. Did he ever tell you or your mother stories about the war? Not much. Was he just not, do you know why he wouldn't, or...? Just he wasn't comfortable with it, or why he what? Why he wouldn't tell you? Oh, he just didn't didn't. <laughs> yeah. 
And how you can understand. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a common answer. I mean, probably thought we wouldn't understand. Yeah. So did you have any brothers that went, or? No, my brother was younger. Okay. And, uh. Did your brother ever wish that he could go serve in the war? Well, he was so young that, I mean, he was five years younger than I was. Okay. It wasn't really in his, you know, my father served in World War One also. Oh, in wow. the Navy. Okay. And his brother served in both wars. Okay. And his, so. do you know where his brother served? Navy. Navy too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, did you feel like because of the war that your role as like an older sister changed at all? Did you have to do anything different than you would normally have to do because of the war? I don't think so. Okay. No, not not in the family. Okay. Yeah. Did your mother's role change, or did you notice any other women's roles changing? She did some um, local work. Okay. I don't remember precisely what it was, but mm -hmm. some organization. No, yeah, I can. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Did you see anything like? Did you see the atmosphere changing at all at the beginning of the war of Chester Town? Of course, we had the defense plant. Yeah. I don't know whether it was there in the beginning. I guess it was. Um, yeah, well, there were, like they had a ration board mm -hmm. and things like that for war stuff. Okay. Do you remember the Kent defense explosion during World War II? Yeah, the, in town? Yeah, in town. Yes. Do you, can you tell us about that? Or? Well, of course, I didn't live in town. So, um, but there was a constellation that crashed down in the neck here. Or maybe that was after the war. Okay. And, um, and then back to rationing. Sorry, this yeah. is a little fast. Yeah, yeah. But um, with rationing, how did that affect you? Because you mentioned gas. It was hard to get back and forth. Yes. Um, was there anything else that you noticed was rationed? Oh, yes. Sugar and um, butter and meat. Meat. Anything you wanted. <laughs> and uh, it was very hard to plan for my wedding, for oh, yeah. my mother, uh, to get the people here yeah. um, to plan it. Um, Well, and uh, the year I went to Bryn Mawr was war, and I had to take my ration book with me, turn it in to the hall dining service, and then at, get it back at the end of vacation and come back here because you couldn't buy any meat or any of those things without your ration book. So they didn't want you buying meat at Bryn Mawr? So they took your... No, no, no. So they could they could buy the meat oh. that they were serving us. They had to keep track of all the students. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's must have been really hard. I, can, I can't imagine it. Oh um, Was there anything that you noticed? Like, did you you must have had a wedding cake? So did you notice anything different? Like, did you have to make a wedding cake without sugar or anything? No, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> My mother did that. <laughs> So it was hard to get like dresses and yeah. whatnot for that. Um, I mean, I was no good to mother, <laughs> but uh, 
for instance, on our, our wedding day, um, I had a couple of um, elderly relatives coming down on the train from near New York, and they were going to Baltimore and to train, come on the Rattler to Annapolis and then meet my father and come over, no bridge, on the, oh, yeah. on the ferry. And um, so they called mother and told her there'd been a delay in the train. And mother said, what am I going to do? And I had been no good to her, but I said, okay, call the ferry slip and tell my father to wait another hour. And uh, so then she did that, and he waited. And then meantime, my husband had left here and had stopped at the Pomona store, which is not the one that's there now, it was across the street. And uh, we had a party line. Mm -hmm. So it would ring, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, the store was on the same party line, and he walked in and he heard his ring. I was calling him to tell him the, the wedding would be an hour later. And he answered the phone. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> else, you? else he'd have been standing there at the church in Centerville. <laughs> oh, no. He would yeah. have thought horrible things. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad he picked it up then. Yeah. Did he serve in the war? No. He was over 30. Okay. And they needed people to farm. Okay. And uh, so he was not drafted. So he was a farmer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you moved here onto his farm. Yeah. And what was that like, moving from... <laughs> Insane, dear. <laughs> I was married on Saturday, and on Monday morning I was bagging on the barley on the combine <laughs> out there. Oh, wow, just out there? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I found I had 400 chickens. That's a lot of damn chickens. <laughs> and uh, so I t helped take care of them until 13 months after we were married. Our oldest son was born, and I didn't like to be gone that long out of the house, leaving yeah. a baby unattended. So yeah, I, I divorced myself from the chickens. Oh. <laughs> but we had peach trees and pear trees, and I did a lot of canning, but you have to have sugar for canning, and I'd have to go into the ration board and ask for extra sugar allowance Yeah. to can them. Would they get it, give it to you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they were sure that that was what it was to be used for. Did you ever hear any instances of people lying to a ration board to get extra things, or? I don't know. If they did, they didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything else about rationing that affected farm life during the war? Yes. I mean, I could only go to town about one day a week, maybe two. Mm. And uh, because it, that, there wasn't enough gas. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, did it affect how you, because your son was born in what year? 44. So he was born during the war, and did that make it, did the war make it more difficult to have a newborn baby to take care of, or? 
Oh, well, they had, you know, nowadays there is a diaper service. You get diapers and so forth. There were no, di no diaper service, no washing machine, mm -hmm. and um, so you used diapers, regular cloth diapers, and they had to be washed. And um, so that, and I had to make formula. Mm. I had to get a little extra sugar, some kind of sugar for the formula, because I couldn't nurse the baby. Okay. So. All right. Um, Awkward. I just have to remember yep. to get my notes. Okay. We had we sold cream. Okay. We had two two or three cows, and um, so in the kitchen we had a cream separator, and then I delivered the cream in town. I knew every back door in town, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then that all had to be washed. And it was a royal pain. <laughs> and our old refrigerator was a kerosene refrigerator. Oh. I had never heard of such a thing. But we had a terrible time to get an, a new refrigerator. But we didn't have the health department hammering on us. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> um, did, what was, do you know what the college's role during the war was? I don't think I have a clue. No, that's fine. I just want to. Um, now then, no, that was another war. Um, <laughs> the Vietnam War. Mm. I, I was comparing the two, the attitudes. Um, um, I had two sons in the Vietnam War. They were drafted. And uh, in World War One, World War Two, uh, conscientious objectors were held in very, very low regard. Yeah. There was a much greater sense of patriotism. Yeah, was there? There were yeah, there were a lot of conscientious objectors in the Vietnam War. And yeah, there were, but not in uh, World War Two. I mean, you kept your mouth shut. So, <laughs> so what, would, what would happen to people who were conscientious objectors? Well, some of them, I think, served in non-combat missions. Okay. Um, so they weren't shooting people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the solutions were. You, what other attitudes were different between World War II and the Vietnam War? We were much more conscious of World War II. I mean, there were so many restrictions that impinged upon you uh, that you couldn't forget it. Yeah. Whereas, I had two sons in, Viet in the Vietnamese War, but um, it wasn't the same. Yeah, was it worse during World War II or during Vietnam? Oh, much worse than World War Two. Why is that? Just because of the conscientiousness of what was going on? Yeah. Okay. Like how... It, 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 it touched you all, everywhere you turned. Yeah. Was there the thought of what was going on in Europe 
was that a, a reminder? Was it more of what was going on at home? Yeah. It, Europe was a big part too. Yeah. How much were you told about what was going on in Europe? Oh, whatever I read on in the newspaper. Would they tell you like um, about battles or about um, what had been taken by Germany or by us or? Yeah. And um, do you ever remember hearing about the Holocaust at all? Yes, I think so. Perhaps it was later, I don't know. Okay. But there wasn't as much of an awareness of that? No, I don't think so. Okay. I probably think Germany saw to that. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I don't know. Um, kind of going off of that, did you feel like there was a stronger... Were there stronger feelings about Germany or Japan, do you think? You mean anger? Yeah. Well, in the first part of the war, it was Germany, and then there's more Japan. How did the people feel about, like, what were their personal, do you know any, like, personal feelings you might have had towards Germany or Japan? Or no, I certainly was not friendly. <laughs> um, and everybody hated Hitler. Yeah. So that was a given, sort of. But I didn't understand that. And then Italy, was that even thought of? Did people think about Italy at all? Yeah. As a power? Certainly during certain campaigns. Okay. When they were there. Um, and of course, Mussolini was drawing attention. Yeah, he likes attention. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there was a there was a prisoner of war camp in Churchill. Do you remember a camp? There was one on, along the road to Centerville. Yeah. Do you ever remember seeing? that camp or any prisoners of war working on farms? Did you have a prisoner of war working? No. Okay. I was sort of distantly aware that they were, but, but and uh, well, I have heard since that um, they appreciated it because they ate better than they would have <laughs> if they'd been in, still in the German service. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, military food is military food. <laughs> So, what did you do? You so you got married partway through the war, and so you were farming. And was there anything else that you did to like, like did you go to blood drives or did you collect metal or nylon stockings or anything like that? Oh well, we did stuff like that. I mean, I didn't go out collecting it, but we saved it for whoever was collecting it. Do you know what they did with nylon stockings? Do you happen to know? What they did with them? Yeah. There weren't very many. Okay. I had about one pair. Uh, <laughs> I don't like stockings, so that would be a good thing for me. <laughs> so you were talking about the attitudes between Vietnam and World War II. Do you think any of that had to do with who was president? Like, did Roosevelt, and it was Nixon for most, Johnson and Nixon mostly for Vietnam, so did they, was there a difference between the attitudes people had towards Roosevelt and those two? 
Probably. I don't think Nixon was very popular. Uh -huh. um, but I don't think I ever sat and blamed him for it. What did you think of? If I, anything, I'm sorry, I blamed the Democrats. Did you ever have a feeling about, like, did you ever, what were your feelings on Roosevelt at the time? What was that, what? What were your feelings on Roosevelt at the time? No, I didn't like him. You didn't like him? Well, I had, I got for my sixth birthday, I think, a gold piece, $10 gold piece, uh -huh. which was not long after that, removed by the government by Roosevelt's order, and I had no affection for him after that. <laughs> was there anything he did during the war that you liked, or...? Well, I guess I didn't complain about the, 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 the way that it was conducted. Yeah. No. What about Truman? Was that, was he any different? Did yeah, you... I liked him. Okay. Was it... Why did you like him? Well, I thought he was a more down-to-earth, realistic person, mm -hmm. and more understanding of what the men would be going through. Mm. Okay. Um, so what? That's kind of so. When Roosevelt died, was there like what was the general feeling? Do you think of the area? Like, what, what, were people scared that, that the war would kind of collapse now that he had died? I don't think so. Okay. I don't ever remember thinking that. Okay. Um, do you remember where you were when you heard the war ended? Huh. I'm not right off the bat. Do you know how you, what it was, what did happened right after the war ended? Like, what? Was there any like sort of celebration or anything like that? I guess there was. I don't remember. Okay. Um, Didn't make much of my impression. <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was um. What was that? I just had it. Hmm. Was it different? What were the um, opinions about the British during that time, since they were your allies during the... Yeah, what were they? The British. What about them? Like, what were the feelings towards them during Oh, that? yes. Very, very friendly. And I had a couple of boyfriends who went and served, helped with the British before, before we had entered. Okay. Do you know what they did? Flying, I think. So there was a respect for the British? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and did you, well, did a lot of people write letters to soldiers? I don't know. Did, uh, so I, you, I didn't write any letters to soldiers. Okay, not to your dad or anything? Okay. Um, is there anything? Now, I know one thing that we got married in June. Um, and probably my father would have been happier if we had waited. I was <laughs> just 18. And, um, but he was, they said they were going to send him overseas. So we planned the wedding for June. Okay. So then he didn't go overseas for three or four months. Okay. 
your father was supposed to go or your husband? My father. Okay, so you wanted... He yeah. wanted to be at the wedding. Okay. To give me away. Aww. Yeah. And then he had to go. And well, no, he was still here. Okay. Because we pushed the wedding earlier. Okay, yeah. So he... And did he... Sorry, backtrack. What, how did you... Did you meet your husband during the war? Yeah. Do, can you tell us about that? Or do you want to? It's... <laughs> Yeah, well, um, a lot of what we did was on boats. Mm. And uh, I was with a friend on a boat one day, and we passed another small boat. And the man I was with said, that man can fix anything, pointing to my husband. Aww. And uh, then I later met him. We had a, a classical music group that met in people's houses. Now we had to go by boat. Um, and um, they had a raffle, and this, these were these big records, you know, 78s, and uh, whoever won the raffle had to have the next meeting. Mm. And we all had met and I saw him at those meetings. And were there fewer men around during that time? Yeah, they were going like crazy. <laughs> were most of them drafted, or were most of them, did most of them enlist? on their own? I guess, well, a combination of both. Okay. Because uh, when I was at Bryn Mawr, which was just the previous end of the year, um, a lot of girls were thinking about getting married. Mm -hmm. To their boyfriends? Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, do you know anyone in town who had people leave who didn't come back? You mean who were killed? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I had a former boyfriend who was killed. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, it happens. It happens, yeah. Yeah. Do you know where he served? Hmm? Do you know where he served? He was in the Army, I guess. Okay. I don't remember. He was in Europe. Okay. All right. Um, did, what, so you were on boats a lot. Was there anything else? What else did you guys do for fun in town during the war? First of all, we had to get there, <laughs> go to the movies. Yeah. And would you see newsreels before the movies? Yes. What were they like? What did they, what did they show? Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we weren't spoiled. I mean, that's, that's the only news we got, so unless we were reading the newspaper. Uh, news was different. tell you in the newsreels that was what is was it different from what you read in the newspapers no but it had pictures okay sort of you would see a little bit of the, the action okay that you wouldn't have ordinarily have because we didn't have tv i don't think okay yeah and then so it would be what where did you get most of your information the newsreels radio newspapers newspaper newspaper um, what else? Was there anything else you did, like roller skating during that time? or? Um, if, I guess there was, but I didn't have time to t or energy to do it. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, what was it like, because you were 16, so what was it like being a student during the war? Was there anything different about it than before the war? Uh, 
at Bryn Mawr, the problem was getting up there and back. Um, and you had to take, we had to take the train. No, nobody had cars. Um, did, they didn't have cars even if they were allowed, if they had been, been allowed. Um, but I imagine, I don't know, I never thought about the differential impact of war on things were the way they were. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Um, did you, let me see. Hmm. This is sort of something I usually say for the end, but um, I'm thinking maybe it'll get us to some other things. Um, did you happen to know anyone named Doris Bell? Miss Doris Thistle Bell in town? It rings a bell. Literally. Um, um, she was a gym teacher at Washington College. She lived at the Imperial mm. and the Imperial were, hotel, were apartment buildings. Mm. Do you remember her at all? Probably not because I was not athletic. <laughs> I stayed as far away from athletics as I could possibly do. Um, but I must have known her. No, she she did a letter. She started the letter writing campaign for soldiers, so that students could oh. write to soldiers. Oh. Um. Do you know of anything else that the town did in aid of the war effort, like blood drives, anything like that? Well, I'm sure they did. I don't know. Okay. Um. Did you notice that the atmosphere changed after the war was over? Like, was the world more? What, did it seem like the world was bigger or anything like that? Hmm. No, I don't remember. Okay. It was a huge relief. Can you tell me more about, the, why was it a relief? Like what, what about the war would change things? The end of the war, what did that mean for you? Well, maybe some things that would come back mm. that we needed. Like sugar? Yeah. When did that come back? When was rationing? I don't know. When? I don't know. You have to look in the official records okay. to find out when it ended. Okay. But, but I needed it for, not for just sugar, but for canning. For, yeah. Did it affect... Did you sell more things during the war? Like, did you sell more cans of things in the war than you did? No, I didn't, didn't, didn't sell any peaches and stuff. That was for us. Oh, okay. And we sold pears. We had a pear orchard, and people would come and pick them. Okay. And uh, so that was nice. Yeah. And the, the boys used to, later, they went out and helped sometimes. One of the boys was very serious, and he was very helpful, and uh, he never got a tip. And the number two boy was like this, and he always <laughs> got a tip for helping people. Oh, uh, so he was like goofy. <laughs> oh, that's, um, was there any extra work that you or your husband had to do on the farm during the war since he was a farmer? Did you have to produce more to meet the demand? I don't know. It was um, 
certainly urged mm -hmm. that you. Uh, I, I, actually, when I came here, uh, we were in the old house, and we had had four tons of coal mm -hmm. to heat the house for the winter, mm -hmm. and the ration board cut it in half. We had two tons of coal to heat that house. Oh, wow. Did you have to give any of the coal? Did you already have the coal, and you had to give it back? Or? No, no, we didn't have it. Oh, okay. Um, but I remember the young baby, the first baby, uh, there was a little bathroom up there which was warmer, and I put his crib in there. I mean, yeah. it was the only place warm enough. Yeah. Really? And yeah. Um, anything else with that, like being being a new mom and a wife, like was yeah. there any roles? Like we kind of touched on, on this before, but was there anything that made your like? Did the war do anything that made your life more difficult? Besides, like you had to get more sugar for formula. Um, well, and you had to make the formula every day. I don't know what they do now. I think they buy it. Yeah, it's a powder now. Yeah. Uh, and wash the diapers mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of things you don't have to do today. Was there a shortage of diapers at all or anything like that? No, the cloth diapers, I never had any trouble. I still have some that I use for dishcloths. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> they, uh. they still hold up well? <laughs> well, I had four boys. And then oh, wow. <laughs> They're very good to me now. Now, now they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was so? And I smoked like a chimney, and you couldn't get cigarettes. It was very hard to get cigarettes. And forget it. Yeah. And you had to know somebody in a drugstore or something who sold them. You had to know them very well. Yeah. Was liquor rationing too? I don't know. It might have been. Okay. We drank, but not very much. Yeah. Okay. We never would run out. So were you allowed any rations for cigarettes, or did you just have to know no, someone? No, you, you had to know somebody. Okay. No, they didn't give you a ration card for cigarettes. <laughs> 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 That's a neat idea <laughs> in yeah. today's world. Yeah, that would be better for today, today's mm. world. But, um, yeah. Uh, did you... Um, what sort of news would you get about the war? Like, what would they tell you in newspapers about the war? Well, I guess we listen to the radio, too. But what, what sort of things would they say? Like, what what details would they provide you about with the war? Well, I don't remember. Okay. okay. I guess you'd have to look at some old papers mm. okay. and see what they said. Yeah. But I guess we got listening to the radio. Okay. Um, Did that become more important during the war, or was that always important? Listening to the news? The radio, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. And did you have to, did you listen to Roosevelt a lot on the radio? Did I have to what? Excuse me, did you listen to Roosevelt on the radio for his fireside chats? Sometimes. Okay. Um, are there any other memories at all that you have about the wartime? Mm. 
We had a terrible time getting a pickup truck. Okay. And um, you couldn't buy cars. Mm -hmm. And uh, you just sat. Uh, what do you mean? You just waited. Oh, for the car to come? And well, it was a list okay. in all the dealerships in town uh, for such and such a car or such and such a truck. Okay. And, uh, but whoever was ahead of you on the list got one. Okay, and you needed it for farming yeah. stuff. So yeah. did you get any special priority because of that, or was it still a first come, first serve? I don't remember. I do remember, Daddy had a friend who was high up in General Motors, and he said, well, he would see if he could send us, send us a truck. Mm -hmm. So he did, and then it came into the dealership, and it went to somebody else. Okay. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. Did your brother ever tell you about his experience during the war? Like being younger and what he, what he said it was like. No, because he was very young. Okay. Okay. And he wasn't really old enough to consider serving. But like, what did it affect his school or what he did or? Well, he went away to school when he was very young, um, and that's when my parents moved down here. Um, and we lived across the river, and so my husband courted me in a canoe. <laughs> it's twenty, it's forty miles around by car. Okay. There was no way. Yeah. So, no, I I don't know that my brother gave it much thought. I could ask him. Uh, um. Yeah. You could. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Um. Did your husband ever? complain about the war, about like how it affected farming or anything like that? I guess he did. I don't know. <laughs> he complained about a lot. Well, it made life more difficult any, any way you turned. Yeah. Was it upsetting? Was that upsetting to always have the war hanging over your head? Yes, of course it was very far away, mm -hmm. but the effects of it were right on your doorstep. Was there, um, was there, any, is there anything like specific that I didn't ask that you'd like to talk about, or hmm. like a, see, yeah. No, I think I, think I covered everything. <laughs> well, I am a little interested in the, um, the project, because you moved, you were in the city, right, for most of your life? No, oh. I lived on Long Island. Oh, okay. And my parents moved down here um, in just before that time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they didn't want us to go to high school because there were only 11 grades. Mm. So that's why I was sent away to school. Okay. And uh, and my brother too, and my sister. 
Oh, and your how old was your sister? A year younger than I was. Did you? What did your sister do? Did she do anything during the war at all? Um. Well, she was going to college too. Okay. Um, the year after I went, and she went away to school. I don't know. She's no longer with us, so. Okay. Okay. Um, what was it? So, had you ever worked on a farm before? Before you? Got no. Here? So, what was? Did you know what you were getting into when you married her? No. <laughs> Very stupid. No. Well, did I mean? Did he? Can you tell me about what? Like, how did you come to realize what was going to happen with that? Well, very quickly. <laughs> well, I don't know. When I got here, I found out what I was told to do. And uh, Your husband was like, okay, this is what we do? Or? Yeah, he was 13 years older than I was. Okay. Which was a blessing because he, in his later years he had dementia, and at least I was a little bit younger and able to cope with it. So there were, what, what were, you said you had been, you were on a tractor, like, on the Monday after you were married, that's what you said? Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you found that you'd never done that you had to do now? Oh. Well, I had to gather all those eggs. Mm. Now, we, we didn't sell the eggs. Um, they were sold to um, a hatchery, which okay. was across the, right across the river. And uh, so we had to have a certain number of roosters for each number of chickens. Okay. Um, and they were a royal pain. <laughs> but, and those eggs all had to be culled. I don't know, some kind of a grading thing. I don't remember for size. And uh, that was a pain. <laughs> I can remember Six, six weeks after one of the babies was born, when I guess, holding them and calling the eggs and crying. I was so oh. tired. But that's it. What, how do you call an egg? Is that how you say Well, it? putting them through, just going through quantities of eggs and putting them. I was just tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tedious work, probably. Mm -hmm. Did you... Did you like it after a while, like the farm work? Did you like it after you were here for a while? No, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever do anything else? Like, did you ever get a job outside of the farm, or? No, well, years then in later years we had a, a shop, okay. where we sold boats and motors and chainsaws, and uh, so I did all the bookkeeping for the farm and the shop, and. Uh, then I went back to college too. Okay. I went went back to the Nike base. They had courses there for my freshman year, sophomore year, and then I went to then I went to Washington College for my last two years. Mm. Okay. When did you go to Washington College? I graduated in seventy one. Okay. My husband graduated in thirty three. You should have seen the mailings, 33 and 71. <laughs> it looked like a trophy wife. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Did he, so he graduated, what 
what's his what is his full name? Daniel Ingersoll. Daniel Ingersoll. I just want to know so we can look him up in the alumni records. Hmm. Um, did you know anyone else who served in the military? Like your father, your uncle. Did you know anyone from t town or back? Well, like the one that was killed. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess there were a lot of former bows who had gone overseas. But by that time, I really wasn't paying too much attention. I was focusing on... <laughs> the farming and the babies. Yeah. Yeah. Baby probably hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a, anything... But the morning that young Dan was born, um, I woke up and I was having labor pains. I said, I think we'd better go in. And he said, well, I'd have somebody coming down later today to do about something, some farm thing. He said, do you want to go in this morning or do you want to go in in the afternoon? And I thought, well, I've never done this before. I said, well, I'd better go in in the morning. And the first thing the nurse said to me as I walked in, she said, you could have come tonight. <laughs> was that the hotel, was it a hospital you went to? This hospital, but the hospital in town. Okay. But it was just a small wooden building. Uh, oh, wow. Mm. What was it like, what was that like having a baby during, like was there anything that the hospital didn't have because of the war? Were they okay with bandages and everything? Don't know. Okay. I don't know. That'd be interesting to find out. But every time I had a baby, there was an addition to the hospital, and I was <laughs> in a different place. <laughs> so, so that over the years, the hospital has greatly expanded. Yeah. Um, what was there? Anything else that you can think of? That... No, probably as soon as you leave. <laughs> Well, if you think of anything, you can always come back. There is one thing, too, um, if you can remember. Do you have any idea what the role of African Americans were during the war? Hmm. No, I don't know. Now, we had a colored man, Archie, but he was not of draftable age. Mm. So, um, was he old, or older or younger? Older. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we had a little house where he lived, and he had a lady friend, and um, I don't know. Do you think there was more unity among black and whites during that time? More what? Unity? I think there probably was. Because of the patriotism? Yes, I think so. Could you just, just, can you go into that a little bit more, the patriotism of the time? Like, was there? It was extreme. In what, like, did, were people, like, in just, in their actions or in their words or both or? Well, their words. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you suspected anyone of not being patriotic, it was not good. What would, what would constitute not being patriotic? Well, I don't know. Just their manner. Or maybe con there were some conscientious objectors around here. Mostly Quakers. Mm -hmm. Fine, but... Um, 
there wasn't much sympathy for their view. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, well, I hope I did well in my first solo interview. Um, I think that's basically all I have for you. That's wonderful. <laughs>